You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. Right, we are looking at uh, South Africa's economy right now through the eyes of a bank of America, which has become a lot less excited about what the economy looks like and what it could look like this year than it was uh, last year. So Bank of America now chopping its growth forecast for South Africa for the third time, uh, expecting growth of only 1% this time around, which is uh, slightly ahead of or slightly below uh, that of National Treasury, which has our growth penciled in at 1.6% this year, but also broadly in line with the uh, growth forecasts of the South African Reserve Bank of around 1.1%. Now, the downgrade to growth from Bank of America does come as South Africa experienced record load shedding. We've just been talking about it uh, last year. And as the uh, country has experienced power cuts uh, for everyday Uh, this year since 2023 begun. For more on uh, what the bank is thinking, I'm joined by Tatonga Rusiki, the Sub-Saharan Africa economist for Bank of America. Tatonga, thanks so much for your time. Just uh, what variables, what are all the variables that went into uh, your latest growth uh, forecast and which variable was the most significant? Um, Thank you, Fifi, for the opportunity. I mean, maybe taking a step back, is to see it through the lens of the post-pandemic period. Uh, you probably recall that in 2020, economic activity ground to a halt, particularly in the second quarter in 2020. And the full year was like a contraction of minus 6%. <clears throat> now, since that um, slack, um, the economy has been recovering. 2021, we had a very high number, close to 5%, 49 in 2021. And even for last year now, for 2020-22, the revised estimate is actually around 2.4%. So we are getting back towards more long-term kind of growth, uh, one would say, for South Africa. So post that slack, we're getting to normal growth. You may also recall that... um, Prior to the pandemic, the economy was growing between 1% to 1.5%. And in fact, between 05 to 1.5%, depending whether it's a good year or it's a bad year. So now coming on to the 2023 forecast, I think uh, what we're looking at is probably the drag uh, that is coming from um, electricity supply. Uh, that is what is dragging down growth uh, from levels that we were, let's say, last year. We were trying, we were looking at economy growing around 1.5%. So what is subtracting is the energy uh, that's supposed to be supplied that's not being supplied, leading to the blackout. So that is what is subtracting from growth. Traditionally, I think you see the sectors where it's services sector, that is largely 60-70% of the economy, and then the rest are mining, manufacturing, agriculture uh, sectors, when you look at it from a sectoral perspective. But when you look at the other side and the technical side is expenditure, where it's largely consumption-driven, right? So it depends on the elements that you look at, but what we're saying here is that um, the opportunity cost of not supplying energy is the uh, economic activity that's lost, that drags down the performance of the economy. Okay, so simply put, load shedding is the biggest factor that dragged down your growth forecast, the latest one for South Africa's economy. Yeah. In the near term, that is that is one drag. The other part you can also think of it in terms of um, uh, reduced uh, consumption spending, uh, because you've got a combination of factors. 
the um, high inflation as well as the effect of the increased cost of borrowing through the central bank's um, rising interest rates over the last uh, 12 months or so. Mm. Except we're not seeing that, uh, uh, Tatonga, in terms of the uh, reduced consumer spending element. I mean, today, uh, the uh, Fashini Group coming out with its trading update reporting higher revenues. It's coming off the back of what Mr. Price said to us last week, higher revenues. And we are seeing uh, retail sales largely hold up well in this environment, notwithstanding the inflation and the interest rate increases that we have seen. So when when do you reckon that spending is likely to uh, slow in its tracks? When will we likely see the full impact on the consumer, just given the fact that it doesn't seem like the consumer has been impacted thus far? Yeah, um, I think it's been the path through to consumer prices has been moderated, has been varied. Uh, you can argue you might have seen that uh, producer prices uh, went as high as double digit, over 10%, while consumer prices remained in the single digits, picking around um, 7.8% last year, July, which means that to some extent, producers did not pass through the full cost. But I think particularly in the food sector, I think retailers in the food sector were actually coming out saying that they have to pass through, they have to increase prices. And we did see food price, food price inflation coming around um, 10%, 12% year on year. So in that sector, it was passed. But when you look at the retail sector, uh, because when incomes are constrained, spending in that area probably becomes less. So uh, clothing retailers also didn't increase prices as much. When you look at inflation around that area, it was probably less than 5%, so they were not increasing uh, prices as much, I think, to that effect. So perhaps it explains some of their um, some of their performance. Sure. But uh, the general, yeah, that's, that's where we're coming from. Sure. Tatonga, in your previous life, uh, you used to wear the hat of a uh, ratings agency. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I want to go back down that memory lane to say, you know, if you were still in your previous life, how you'd be looking at South Africa's economy right now, just uh, given the fact that it has shown a lot of resilience, notwithstanding the challenges we've had, commodity prices uh, that have uh, performed well for us and even uh, some uh, companies in financial services, we've got some positives. Hey, the Reserve Bank is still very much independent. But then there is yeah. this load shedding factor, the fact that it's, uh, it's, 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 it's the worst since we've experienced and we are not probably past the worst. As a, with the ratings agency hat and through that um, through through those lenses, how would yeah. you be looking at South Africa's economy right now? Yeah, look, I think it's probably, uh, you've got a mixed bag of evidence. On the positive side, you've got very good fiscal adjustment since the pandemic in 2020 and up to where we are now. You may recall that actually the fiscal deficit was around uh, almost 10%. This year, budget coming, we are looking at deficit perhaps below 5%, right? So that's been some good uh, deficit reduction thanks to uh, overperformance of revenue as well as the expenditure management of the Treasury. So that has helped. Um, economy has been growing faster. I think in the last couple of years, it's been at more than 1.5%. Some of the numbers that we're putting is probably this year in 2023 that will start getting uh, weak or negative capita growth because it's growing less than population growth but 
breaking agencies tend to look at these things more on a medium-term perspective rather than just the short term. So when you project growth in the uh, medium term as well, I'm sure we are looking at uh, growth around 1.5%. Um, I think the other agencies, all of them are around double B minus level, one with uh, positive outlook, which is S&P, uh, which was put through uh, May 2020. So at some point this year, whether in this coming review, we may have to decide uh, or in the next review uh, before the end of the year, they have to decide whether they go up or down. Um, I think the drag in the near term is probably just potentially the implications of the ESCOM debt transfer mm-hmm. onto the government balance sheet, particularly the flows rather than the stocks on the deficits rather than on the on the debt to GDP. So, yes, I think there are positives uh, that's taken place. So I wouldn't say that because of load shedding, you run the risk of being that greater. Probably not, because I think at the rating level, where is a lot of these factors have already been taken into account, that um, if you are going between one to one and a half, uh, it's been there, it's not something that is new, but it's to the extent that it would damage the fiscal path that could um, concern them. Okay. Well, that's good to know um, that perhaps another leg down <laughs> in terms of a ratings perspective is, is may not be on the cards. We can't rule out anything at the stage, but certainly not to downplay the uh, crisis, the energy crisis, the impact on the economy, the impact on business activity and also the potential impact on jobs. Tatonga, thanks so much for your time. Tatonga Rusiki, Sub-Saharan Africa Economist of Bank of America, in case you're wondering uh, where he worked previously in terms of the ratings agencies. He was at uh, S&P Global, and they do have us on about about two or three levels below junk status uh, presently. Let me check those facts, but ultimately we are in junk status. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.